0: Welcome to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellata from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Dating and Relationship Show. I'm Laura Bellotta, your host. It's uh, the first Sunday of the month, which means it's time for another edition of the Pop Culture Show with my co-host, Joan Kelly Walker of The Real Housewives of Toronto and the face behind the Joan Kelly Walker collection. This is an affordable, or her collection is an affordable brand that helps support the Breakfast Club of Canada.
2: That's right. Thank you.
1: You are very welcome, and it's very affordable. And mm. the holidays are coming well up. Made. Yes. you yes. Tell us a little bit about your velour. Is it velour?
2: Yeah, but well, you know the most beautiful thing dresses about the that brand I wore one of them that- the profits go to Breakfast Club of Canada, yes. which helps feed kids all across the country. So that's what I'm most proud of. And thank you, Laura, for how many, like three times you've modeled in fashion? I think shows four. For me. Four but times. We, yeah, yes. I, I did
1: not lose count. I had such a good time. Yeah, no,
2: it's fun. It's, it's really always fun. fun. <laughs> and it's all about real people and just empowering women. And the dresses
1: are beautiful and yes. the quality is amazing.
2: Yes, thank you.
1: You are very I welcome. That. Now, on this show, we discuss celebrity and entertainment news, current events, and all topics, relationship Today's special guest is Dina Theodora. You may have recently seen her alongside Carl Wolf in the recent hit titled Yes, or her own hit. It's titled Who I Am. Dina is a multi-talented recording artist, songwriter, actress, and model. She's also based here in Toronto. So after today, you know, you're going to have guys wanting to (laughs) have a date with you.
3: (laughs) I'm... (laughs) <laughs> I'm so excited to be here with you beautiful ladies um, and yeah.
1: L- give us a little background on yourself, Dina. Uh,
3: well, I uh, where do I start? I grew up in Ottawa, uh, big fat Greek family, um, four siblings, uh, grew up with foster siblings as well um, and I moved to Toronto about eight, nine years ago and uh, I was leaving, uh, I was coming out of a relationship that was kind of a lot of turmoil going on and then my life just started here in the city and um, I was like, well, I can't go to New York. I wanted to leave Ottawa um, and my brother was already here. He's a musician, so I just said, that's it. I'm, I'm coming to, to Toronto and I stay. Have
2: you always been a singer? Did you start young?
3: I started actually, uh, music's always been in the family, so my uncle's a performer, musician, my brother. Um, it, it was, I would say it was quite young, since I was at, I'd say maybe 10, 11, 12. Um, and then I just started falling in love with, uh, with music from soundtracks to movies. And
1: now, did mm-hmm. you leave the relationship in Ottawa because of the turmoil? And that's why you decided to come to Toronto? Or did the- you come to Toronto to benefit your career?
3: At the time, I had left because of something, there was a lot and, of pers- personal turmoil. And was that is was
1: that a good thing for you, like leaving mm-hmm. that situation and going somewhere totally different and new?
3: Absolutely. I think that it was one of those things where it's like, if it doesn't scare, what's the saying? If it doesn't scare you, you know... Um, you know, don't do it or do it. I, I can't remember which do one. That doesn't matter. Do so every
2: day. Yes. yes,
3: and that scared the living daylights out of me to just start over in a new city. Um, but I found myself, and actually, that brings me to the song "Who I Am." Uh, basically, just a girl finding herself in in a whole new world, in a whole new city, uh, starting. You know, from fresh, fresh place. So
2: sorry. How long ago was this that you came here? Uh, Two
3: thousand ten. Yeah. So, uh, did you lose any good friends along the way with your fame? Oh I lost many, um, but I wouldn't say lost. I would say the distance does kind of keep it hard. Uh, My family is still in Ottawa, but uh, I would say it it really just, for me, I still try my best to keep in contact. Uh, One of my girlfriends actually I convinced to move out here, so I'm happy she did, Um, and and we support each other uh, since we were three.
1: And so are there any life lessons that you've learned about friends in your journey thus far?
3: Life lessons. Uh, gosh. Perseverance. Um, patience. Uh,
2: um. Did you have people... Sorry, this. I even had this experience in a mm. much smaller scale. But I think when I was leaving my smaller, much smaller than Ottawa town, I think some people sort of felt like, oh, you think you're so... Like you think you're better or you think... <clears throat> I don't know what they thought, but that was the impression that I have was that they somehow thought that I was more elevated or something Mm -hmm. in order to want to leave and to want to go into modeling and acting and all those things. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's kind of come full circle. Like, the friends that have stayed with me are still good friends. Uh, Did you have that experience?
3: Uh, I would say my my best friends stuck we stuck together um i only I, I only have like a handful of really close friends and you know they went on to being mothers and and you know marrying uh, and and I, I i keep in touch with them but it's definitely not the same dynamic Mm -hmm. because of you know the distance and the lifestyles Mm -hmm. and recently on your instagram
1: you posted something about how important it is to build up other women Mm -hmm. [3] instead of tearing them apart and i know joan and i are both big advocates Mm -hmm. of this Uh, why is this so important to you
3: oh my gosh um i remember in high school i was um it was really bad uh it was a new school for me and I was kind of, um, I felt so much segregation, uh, and, and the, it just got to a point where I felt like, um, I wasn't, I wasn't liked or I was just kind of ganged because up. Because people upon. were jealous. Um, it was Is a it lot a of things. Thing? It was definitely a lot of that going on and they know who they are. And I've, I've come far from that and I'm very proud of where I am today. But, um, I just like to say that it, it, it w- it was really learning from that that made me grow and, and really made me realize, you know, uh, through those hurdles that um, I'm, how strong, y- you know, you can be to overcome something like that. And I think that people have to realize that there
1: are enough opportunities for everybody to go around mm-hmm. as long as you apply yourself, but you have to apply yourself and you can't get envious of other people because they are applying themselves and you're not. But it's
2: also interesting, sorry, I know we're pressed for time here, but even the pretty girls that are so interesting and attractive get bullied you know that's kind of a lesson for our kids mm-hmm. it's not just the weak kids too so everybody and, has to. yeah and envy is a reflection together. of
1: yourself insecurities create an envy so stop mowing everyone else's grass mow your own and see how far you can go dina has something my, to say my
3: train of thought
1: <laughs> but you know what we're going to come back to your train of thought we're, we'll be right back we uh this is a pop call tradition of the dating and relationship yes. show with dina theodora we'll be back
0: You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellata. From singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
2: Welcome back to the Dating and Relationship Show. This is the Pop Culture Edition. I'm Joan Kelly Walker, here today, of course, with Laura Bellata. Hello. And we're also here with Dina Theodora, who's a multi-talented recording artist, songwriter, actress, model, based here in Toronto. So thank you for being here today. Now, um Thank you. How you thank know, you? This is a dating and relationship show, and I don't know how much you want to share about your relationship status. And of course, that's very cool. But I'm, I'm sure it's not just me. All of us want to know um, what does dating or being in a relationship look like for a pop star. Well, um, I, I'd like to say I,
3: I. I- where do I go? I mean, I could mention some things, and I like to—I like to be private on that end. Uh, but I do have someone very supportive in my life, and um, it takes someone very special to handle, uh, you know, the ups and downs and the, you know, the the whirlwinds of, you know, being in pop culture and, um, you know, being in the in the spotlight. Um, and um, he supported me since the day he heard me sing, um, and. So was he a fan? Like, is it, <laughs> Would you date a fan if you
1: were attracted to them visibly?
3: Um, I've had many celebrity crushes. Because I can I j- totally. just imagine your
1: Instagram must blow up. Mm-hmm. And like, do you actually sort through them and go, hmm, I would date him, or hmm, uh, no, or yeah, but the or fun-
3: maybe. The funny thing is, yeah, I mean, physically, yeah, I might be attracted, but then I realize that they're real, you know, yahoo. Uh, or, you know, they, yeah, they, they, I, the personality. And
1: I probably would suggest that you don't date a fan.
3: <laughs> no, I try to keep my distance because I don't really know what their, you know, their intentions might be, too.
1: Okay, so now we're, we talked a little bit about dating mm-hmm. as a pop uh, star. Now, what did a relationship look like for you? Because you're actually not currently in one a little bit. Okay, you don't want to talk about I love, that. I love
3: where you go with that.
1: Okay, we don't want you, you to talk She's about just, that, I have right?
3: someone supportive, yes, in my life. Um, and um, he's actually, he, he's an executive producer for me as well, um, apart from being involved in my private so life. So
1: much yeah. for not wanting to say anything. <laughs> oh, he's my executive producer. Okay. So is it
2: better for you to have someone that's in the industry because they get it? Like I think it would be hard would if think somebody so. was completely out of the industry, or maybe it's better that you're doing this and I'm doing that, and then you come together.
3: I feel like I have I've I have male, many uh, male supporters in my life that are involved in the industry. Um, Carl has has been amazing in supporting me, um, you know, since the single, um, and so. I feel as though, yes, it is important to have someone within the industry. But I mean, my executive producer, this was new to him. I feel as though it's a good platform. to. Are you allowed to say you're executive producer? (laughs) Are you going to get in trouble? (laughs) No, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, But yeah. Okay.
1: So let's say you weren't dating anybody scenario. You really like a guy, right? Mm -hmm. You're a pop star. You really like a guy. Would you let him know that you're interested? Like, Would you pursue a guy or would you let him pursue you?
3: Oh, I would, I, I would probably bat my eyes and and let, and him, let him pursue. pursue. Okay, yeah. Joan, what would you do? Well, you got to just
2: without <clears throat> saying as much. You just let it be known. You mm-hmm. let it be right? known. That's what you do. And but then, then you, you, you see, are they interested? Then but then you take a back seat,
1: and then because there's a lot of this confusion going on with dating right now. Because, really? yeah, because it's it's really complicated just because someone likes you doesn't necessarily mean they're going like if like let's just say just be, because a guy likes you doesn't necessarily mean he's gonna chase after you for some reason and it could be they're emotionally unavailable or maybe it's the wrong mm-hmm. time or uh maybe they've gone through some really hard times or non-trusting there's so many different or reasons they're the dating so, app yeah, and so, they're
2: pursuing so, like so many people
1: Ex- mm. And there are, yeah. they're pursuing so many people and there's this confusion. So as women, we don't know what to do. Do we go after it? Do we just let them know? Like, I, that's what I would do. I would bat my eyes and then I would sit back and let him come to me. But it doesn't always happen.
3: Yeah, no, I know. I, I get that a lot. My girlfriends are like, how do you do it by, you know, attracting, you know, men that, that are either successful or they they have their head on. I just make sure that I know what I want for myself, and I don't expect if I, if I get a, a red light or right, something that makes me feel uncomfortable right away, or I see that he's still working on himself. I mean, everyone's working on themselves, but um, definitely confidence and him just being, you know, knowing everything about himself and what he likes and doesn't like. I think men, men really have to, you know, grow them, themselves into gentlemen before they can take on a lady. And I think, yeah, and and it,
1: let it be known that you are interested in the person. Yes. Some people don't. It's That's like, it. oh, they're out of my league. Forget about it. But then you're never going to get anywhere in life if you're going to do that. So let them Give know. Give them a chance. So you travel a lot because of what you do. How important is trust in a relationship for you?
3: Oh, it's crucial. Trust, loyalty, honesty, um, you know, if 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 you are at an event and you can't uh, you can't tell your spouse or can't tell your partner something, honesty is is number one for me. And Joan, you can relate to this
2: totally. My husband's in business, so it's a completely different situation, but it's the exact same thing. He's hmm. traveling Europe; he's working. How do I know exactly where he is? If I didn't trust him, it would make me crazy, and I just can't even go there. So I just I trust. And I really feel like if there was something going on, I would know in my heart of hearts. And then and then you figure it out. But that's like, yeah. that's crucial. And that's all across the board.
1: So d- let's flip things here, Dina. So let's say that you were dating a singer and they were always in the spotlight and had to travel a lot. Would you find it difficult <clears throat> to trust mm. that person?
3: Great question. Uh well, I mean, I would really, it would be difficult, but only if I didn't trust them and only if we didn't lay out the ground rules from the beginning. You know, you got to be honest. We need to take
1: a break. It's the pop culture edition of the Dating and Relationship Show. And uh, stay with us because just we're just getting into it.
0: Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bilotta from SingleInThisCity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.
1: It's the pop culture edition of the Dating and Relationship Show. We discuss celebrity and entertainment news, current events, and all topics relationship-related. Today, uh, my special guest is Dina Theodora. She is a singer-songwriter. And Joan Kelly Walker is my co-host. Thank you. Hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Okay, so who uh, watched the... I <clears throat> I only watch the AMAs for a little bit. Uh, did you guys watch
2: it? <laughs> I, I watched a bit of it. Um, is it Billie Eilish? Beach. Uh, she, yeah, she performed, and she, I'm I'm sorry, I am very forgiving in my fashion. I accept what anybody wears, but I just didn't get it. That was crazy. <laughs> she had, like, green hair. Did you see this? It was... I have green hair. No, your is purple. Yeah. By accident. Not no, today. I do.
1: Okay, but I do have little bits of green <laughs> in it. By okay. accident. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And,
2: you know, hair color is, like, totally get it, but <laughs> it was the, the whole thing. And she has such a beautiful voice. I, I couldn't hear her because... It was distracting. It was very distracting. Mm. But Toni Braxton, and, you know, I was Mm. around in the day when Unbreak My Heart, that song, was so popular and a beautiful song. And she was so stunning. Whenever she performed that back then, they had her come back and do it 20 years later. And that woman (laughs) is ageless. She looked so stunning and the beautiful outfit. And she sounded perfect. I don't know if there was modulation on it, but she just sounded... Listening. Oh, so... That was a beautiful Okay, but
1: moment. you taught me that in, in fashion there's no such thing as any rules. There is no such thing, but oh. you know what? You're I learned that from to, Joan.
2: You are allowed to like feel emotion from gonna, fashion was, and get a reaction. I was going to
1: call you this morning, Joan, and oh. I was going to say, can I wear like a black bra under, un, underneath a <laughs> okay,
2: see-through shirt? Okay, and what am I wearing today? That's it. I'm wearing a black bra under yeah. a see-through shirt. and a, Oh, you are. And you didn't even call me. Uh, so, so does that mean... I'm
3: gonna you're gonna think I'm crazy if I ever go green in my with my hair? not at all no. No. no it
2: was just all of it put together was too yeah. much like Chanel um you know Coco Chanel has a famous quote put yourself together do your whole outfit all your accessories and everything and then take something off just so that it's not mm. too overwhelming and I just found that look to be too much for me for my taste yeah you know no, I agree she's, it's a lot. Yeah. Well I mean, the baggy the baggy stuff too. The baggy stuff. But on yeah. that on
3: on that end, I think she it's as an artist, she does it on purpose. I I believe I heard something to the extent that she does it to kind of take away from her so people womanly are looking at her as a, a figure, sexual object, right. they're listening? She she does have a very uh, womanly figure, so she uh, she literally, I, and I think I saw only one snippet of her wearing something tight and fitted. Yeah, but and, it,
1: isn't, um, doesn't it the opposite happen when you wear something baggy? You actually tend to look bigger than you are?
3: That's the point. She's trying to deflect from showing her figure, like actual you know, fitted, sexy.
2: I have a feeling that she will be growing and morphing and we'll see a lot of change oh, yeah. in her over the next few years. But Tennessee's. for me, that outfit was a miss. And that's what people do after award shows is they sit around and they rate <laughs> people's outfits. For me, that was a miss. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, I think she's a stunning girl and, mm-hmm. you know, she needs to harness her power a bit more.
1: Um So Selena Gomez supposedly had an anxiety attack before the show. I heard that. And I would think that this would be common for artists. Like I because I get oh, yeah. I would get things. Well, I'm not not sure about anxiety, but I get nervous if I have to go on some program and it's live. Joan, do you get mm-hmm. nervous?
2: You know, I do. I get sort of a certain feeling, but if I'm prepared, I'm equally excited and for Mm -hmm. me that's a balance i've talked to so many people and i do a lot of emceeing and a lot of hosting on camera or live or whatever and a lot of times it's topics that i don't know about like you know some business things and Mm. i have to do my homework or i will feel very anxious about it and for me that's just yeah
1: and i agree preparation but sometimes i'll throw something at you i remember i was invited onto um, a news program for the morning and what, they prepped me but they didn't ask me anything that they prepped
2: yeah They'd well that me we for. do that all the time on this show <laughs> and I'm like
1: what the You're, yeah but this is kind of cut life. off
3: wing yeah I go through that. I mean, sometimes the even the you know the mic setup. I mean, I I get thrown into the yeah. Do you get the deep nervous? end I wanna, sometime, Like and it's what like, goes
1: through your mind as a pop star? What goes through your mind before you're going to hit that stage? It's we like a, know. it's
3: total adrenaline. It's like you're going on you're going off a cliff kind of feeling, and you just kind of get thrown at the seat of your pants, and you just kind of you really have to. That's why I did Second City for a bit because I just had to learn how to kind of improv. <laughs> with life situations, like, but do, you, do you think about like what do you do? You think like what if I, I I'm off too? What if my voice? Oh cracks? yeah, that goes through my mind. Um, I spend some nights. I like I can't. You know, it, it gets to me. You know, before I lay my head to bed and sleep, and it, you know, you get these racing thoughts, and you know, I try to take you know CBD some, oil. Yeah, well, I guess I could say that now, right? It's yeah, <laughs> it's legal. Um, no, I I, well, I no do THC take the oil. in it. Uh, well, actually, yeah, sometimes. Okay. A little, but yeah. I mean, not too much, you know, uh, but, but I mean, it does take We're not, we're, we're not yeah. judging you. Yeah, no.
2: And wasn't it Beyonce <laughs> that did a performance somewhere live and, and right. I don't know what happened to that performance, but they ended up recording her tracks. Pre-recorded. Oh, and.
3: National Anthem. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she but ended up she, doing it actual live after. Um, she, she did, a, she did a, a recovery, like, um you know, she wanted to prove that she didn't want to, you know, just come out and, and do it pre-recorded. Right. Um, but but she isn't that
2: a result of something that she had done before where she did it live and they didn't modulate her voice and it, it really wasn't good and they recorded it and yeah. they kept playing that everywhere. That's so I can see why she would overcompensate. It's like Barbara Streisand we used to walk around it. the stage holding on to the lyrics because she was so afraid she was gonna forget because yeah. she forgot once. So, yeah. you know, I, I you guess You know it. Yeah, these are like That's actually anti- a good point anxiety coping methods. Yeah,
3: I, I go through it a lot the same what you mentioned you know and you just have to find ways to work around it so i do carry lyrics around actually (laughs) just
2: smile we need to take a break smile
3: through (laughs) it
1: mumble we need to take a break we'll be back you're listening to the pop culture edition on global news radio 640 toronto the dating and relationship show
0: Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
2: Welcome back to the Dating and Relationship Show. This is Global News Radio 640 Toronto and I'm Joan Kelly Walker sitting in as co-host with our host Laura Bellotta and our guest Dina Theodora who's a multi-talented recording artist and pop star. So Dina, okay, we're talking about relationships, so we're talking about pop culture. Mm. So okay, Maybe it's a weird question. I'm not sure. But sometimes people, like general people in the public, have celebrity crushes and they think, you know, it's really just a fantasy for most of us. But what is that like for you being a pop star? Do you have a celebrity crush? Do you really think, you know, I could meet that person? It's funny you mentioned. Are they untouchable? (laughs) It's funny
3: you mention that because one time I I was watching this show, Spartacus, um, Crixus was... uh, biggest crush of mine um, and one time he actually came to Toronto uh, and we were we ended up um, you know bumping into each other and so for me it was like th- we're all human and when I met him it was like it it, it was kind of surreal but I realized we're just all yeah so how did you
2: meet him like that's the thing you would have different opportunities from regular people right
3: mm, um well I think it was it was Instagram oh <laughs> We just the gram. The gram. It just you know, like commented. He we complimenting on each other's stuff um, and just reaching out as fellow uh, entertainment.
1: And and I think that's one thing that people don't really realize is that famous mm. people are just people like you and I. They fart. They go to the bathroom. <laughs> they take poops. They they. Yeah, we, I think about that a lot. <laughs> but they are right. They're just real people and it's amazing when some people might meet like joan for instance you are a celebrity and people might think that you're untouchable but i mean i can touch you
3: yes that's <laughs> and you're
1: an amazing yeah. person you're down oh, to earth you. you're kind yes, you are. you're kind to every single person i don't know anybody that has the patience of this woman oh, i when i go you. to her events like especially your dog party in the summer mm. she stands there and she talks to every single person who walks up to her yeah. and you mm. give everybody your undivided attention you look at them in the eyes and you just sit there patiently mm. and i look at you, i remember saying something to you i was like joan how do you do it yeah. like you i know would, i am like exhausted doing that. like
2: even if we have a party with like 300 people i will stand at the door so i get a chance at least to say hello to everyone and i think that is just plain <laughs> manners mm. if you're inviting people somewhere at least that's make it. them feel welcome know, but you have like 300 but it's, it's, people but coming if i, I spend one minute with every person that's 300 minutes how many hours is that like five hours or six hours or something yeah, i can't do math that quickly two and a half. yeah it's a long time at a at an event and most mm. of the time i don't even have a minute with each person so it's yeah. a you know otherwise you get sucked into a conversation for too long and that mm. takes you away from so this this people. might
1: be a question for the two of you so being a pop star and being a celebrity uh, in Canada here, and I'm sure there are even Australia, right, Joan? Mm-hmm. People know about well, you. Well, our show
2: aired all over the world. Oh, did it? Okay, yes. so
1: you are a major celebrity. Yeah, anyway, what's the hardest
2: part about
1: being famous? Hardest? Yeah. Uh, like, I, I mean, in terms of being in a relationship?
3: <clears throat> I I would just say the worst thing is having someone that's uh, je- somebody jealous or dealing with... Um, as they say, the I. You know, I believe in, um, in in that in me- Mediterranean culture, and just knowing how to deal with um, negative um, negativity or just well, yeah, general- like that
1: would scare the that would scare me. Yeah, just even on social media and people um, spreading rumors about you, maybe
3: that aren't even yeah.
1: true. Does that scare you?
3: I see it work like I. I look at the hello magazine sometimes or i'm in the aisle at shoppers and i see these horrible rumors of these celebs and i'm thinking well <gasps> i get it i know um i do think about it but you have to just really have a strong strong roots um and know where you come from at all times and just stay humble as much as you can yeah, like do you go
1: over situations in your head like what if what if this happens or what if that happens like how would i react to mm-hmm. that because that's yeah. the stuff that I would be thinking of. Oh, all the time. How about yourself, Joan? Mm.
2: Well, I think you need to have a good relationship with the media and mm. you need to you know, call them out on things, but do it yeah. pr- like in a personal way, like politely and How would you call
1: them out on something? Well,
2: you make, you know, you can say, you missed the mark on this thing. Like this part mm. wasn't actually true. Whatever you said there wasn't right. And I think that's just responsible journalism. They mm. don't want to put things out there that aren't Okay, right but what either. about, yeah. forget
1: the media, but what about just people in general? People. Yeah. Trying I to skin, sabotage you for some skin. reason. You know what?
3: I see it on Instagram a lot. And, you know, there's so much bullying now with this whole, you know, cyber and uh, everything online. I think that we have more power to really, you know, hone in on what you say, what you don't, what you want to get out there on your you know, social media tabs. Um, And if there's something wrong, that's said, um, you have all the power to correct it with something that maybe you can post. And I've seen a lot of celebrities do that. So I feel kind of comforted that I can say something. Like
1: right now, I've been renovating, right? And my hands look horrible. And I even showed Joan and she's like, oh boy, don't go on a date with those hands. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> just kidding, but like,
1: but Joan,
2: like, Not you can't. Really. You can't <laughs> <laughs> She's just got like a circular saw cut yeah. and uh, yeah. yeah.
1: I almost killed myself, uh, but Joan, like, you couldn't show up to an event like that with nails oh, like you this. Know what
2: I do though? Do you absolutely? Okay. I walk around yep. most days <gasps> with no makeup, my hair in a ponytail. I'm just like mm-hmm. low radar. Just leave I mean, me alone. You too.
3: I'm having a bad nail day today I, i'm like trying to hide my hands too well, so well, <laughs> there was, we're in the same boat yeah um but you know you just kind of again we're all human i'm human like you know i like to think that we can be close to perfect but we're not um will we make the best of it we have to take a break on the dating and relationship show i'm dina theodora and i'm with the beautiful joan kelly walker and laura Bellotti.
1: Bellotta, Bellotta. <laughs> we'll be right back <laughs>
0: Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bilata from city.CA on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
1: It's Sunday night, and you guys are tuned in to the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640 mm-hmm. Toronto. Thank you to all our fans and for those people who tune in or try to tune in each and every week. And if you Mm. don't catch uh, our podcast live or this radio show live, you can catch it in podcast format on iTunes and on Apple Podcasts. So welcome, Dina Theodora. She's uh, a singer-songwriter, and Joan Kelly Walker is my co-host today. And I want to talk about something that recently happened uh, that was in the news uh, just recently. Kim Kardashian took a look back at her last decade in the spotlight for New York Magazine, and throughout the discussion, Kim explained uh, that she, why she's not showing as much skin on the red carpet or on Instagram. One of the reasons she said is that Kanye has voiced that sometimes too sexy is just overkill, and he's not comfortable with it. But that's but that he um, still gives her the freedom to mm. do what she wants. So, ladies, my first question is, what is considered too sexy for a mom? Joan, you can answer this.
2: Hmm. I think whatever you're comfortable in should go. Mm. I really think it's it's okay. What, However, I mean, personal style is how you put yourself together. I mean, you would dress differently with your kids than you would when you're going out. But, you know, I, I applaud Kim Kardashian with all her curves and everything for just celebrating her body mm. the way it is right now. I you know I don't think people need to resort but to I surgery you, or anything.
1: But I think you get to a point where your kids are growing up and mm. they get embarrassed by it.
2: Because I've seen this, where it's like, mommy, can you put
1: some clothes on? It's embarrassing. I don't want to walk beside you. I don't want you to pick me up at school but where, looking okay, like Okay, that. well, that's
2: inappropriate. Like, you can't wear something like that to pick up your kids. But if you're out on a date or you're at a party or something, sure, I say bring it on.
1: But what mm. about when your kids, you're getting older, and then they can just hop onto your Instagram or social through, on your social media and mm. go, my mommy dresses <laughs> like that. Now, are you setting a bad example? For your kids,
2: I don't know. I cha- I change the way I dress as I get older. I wear, yeah. you know, I I, well, I don't know. I dress. You're
1: always elegant though and well, classy. Yes, for sure. How about yourself? Like, you? I mean,
3: I, I think you just like like Joan was saying. You want to celebrate your femininity and your you know your curves, your beauty. Um, just as long as you're not trying to just please someone and not look into how you feel first um, and what you're com- as long as you're confident and and you're comfortable. Um, with the whole kid situation, I can understand um, how they would feel. But I, I still think that um, if you train them to believe that you're your own person too, mom, mom's her own person, um, you know, be, f- be free and be, be beautiful and be sexy in your own curves.
1: So let's discuss
3: respect in a relationship
1: because this is the dating and relationship show. Do you think it's disrespectful to your spouse or partner when you dress in a manner that they don't approve of?
3: Hmm. Hmm. Joanne, you want to go?
2: Well, let's see. <coughs> um, you know, I, I, if I knew that they really were uncomfortable with it, if I was with them, I wouldn't. I, Out of respect, I would hmm. say, no, I'm, let me put a sweater on or something else. Like, let's find something that we're both happy with. Mm. But I happen to have a husband that really celebrates like anything that I wear that's sexy, he's always happy yeah. cuz I'm in track pants <laughs> most of the time at home. Mm. That's <laughs> so beautiful. why wouldn't he? Yeah. And I
3: agree that, you know, if you you have somebody in your life, a partner should be supportive of you wanting to look good and feel good and celebrate your your beauty and not be jealous. Um, a lot of men just want to cover I, you up. I hate that. Are
1: you yeah. going out looking yeah. like that? It's like what? How come it was okay when we yeah. first started dating, and now right. it's not okay?
2: Because they're worried that someone else is going to be watching. But it's you insecurity. And you but there's
1: always going to be somebody else watching. Yeah, exactly. You.
2: So what about sexy, dressy Laura for dating? Mm-hmm. What's like? What is too sexy? Well, I, I, uh, well, you. Definitely,
1: like you can show cleavage. I think yeah. that's okay. I mean, you don't want your breast hanging right out of, uh, you know, of, of your top. I think uh, mm. I, I always <laughs> suggest for a lady to wear a nice dress because I think mm. that um, guys are really attracted to femininity,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and I think it's important. Um, well, unless you don't like wearing dresses, I mean, it's important as well to be comfortable in what you're wearing when you're on a date. That's so important, um, but.
2: And dress yeah. length right now. Like the trend right now is yeah. the dresses are closer to the knee. Mm-hmm. Like that's just what is fashion. But a lot of people are still wearing super super short. So I think it depends mm. what. Like your what I'm wearing with. today. I think think I'm wearing super legs. short today. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's too short. No. Okay. Good.
1: Um, what else did I want to ask? Okay. What type of conversation should you have with your partner if yeah. they are uncomfortable with what you're
3: wearing? Well, I'd ask, uh, I'd ask them why they're uncomfortable and I'd make sure that it's, I'd kind of point it to them um, that, you know, if it's something that, are they insecure because of something that doesn't make sense, uh, can I, you know, I try to convince them that if I'm happy and comfortable wearing it, that they should be happy for me. Yeah. And um, I
1: think you need to mm-hmm. tell them that you are entitled to your own individuality right. and nobody should be able to take that away from you.
3: Exactly. You which, I, which I believe... It affects a lot of women around the world and especially in certain cultures
2: and do you know what do you wear on stage what do you like to wear
3: what i'm wearing right now actually <laughs> like you know i just actually pictured you coming in today diet. wearing something like that yeah i i just i like the jacket ripped jeans um you know I, for me it's kind of like the quickest thing to just i i the dresses are nice but i just i don't know i i feel like it's do you feel guilty sometimes that you're not
1: wearing more dresses? Because I know I do. Because I'm a jean girl as well. Yeah. I love my but when jeans.
2: But you're on stage, you're, you're – and you, Dean, yeah. are very active. So maybe a dress doesn't
1: – No, I'm just – but I'm talking about everyday life. Mm.
3: Oh, every day,
2: everyday yeah, life? When
1: I come in here, Jones usually has a dress on. She always I looks like – And she loves her dresses.
3: I think dresses are beautiful. But for me, I'm just – I'm so, like, you know, like Joan was saying, like track pants – Sporty. uh, Other than this, I just wore a lot of like, you know, tights and fitness stuff.
2: So do you have a stylist pulling stuff for you for a stage or do you do it?
3: Um, Actually, I was supposed to be uh, at the AMAs with Jacob um, for the Stars Fashion. Um, He was he dresses everyone from JLo to um, Tony Braxton. Uh, and this jacket is from him. So he's actually styling me for something coming up for tour. Um, Do you so get to keep my- the jacket? Cause yeah. Because it's pretty it, dynamite. It is mine to keep, yes. He's amazing. And uh, I'm looking forward or to being Some of the perks of dynamic.
1: being a pop star. Yeah. We need to take Beautiful. a break. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.
0: You're listening to the dating and relationship show with Laura Bellata from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
1: It's the pop culture edition of the Dating and Relationship Show. Thank you for tuning in. Our special guest today is Dina Theodora. She hey. is a singer-songwriter. And you can uh, you recently seen her alongside Carl Wolf in the recent hit titled Yes or her own single, hit titled Who I Am. Joan Kelly Walker is also in studio with us. Hello. 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 So speaking of the Kardashians, because that's what we were just talking about, Kylie Jenner has split with Travis Scott and is rumored to be dating Drake. Hmm. So you could uh, see Kylie tripping through Toronto very, very soon. A source says that Drake doesn't have any intentions on taking on a fatherly role with uh, with Kylie's daughter, Stormy and just wants to have fun with Kylie with no strings attached. So more Hmm. and more... We are seeing this type of situation in the dating scene, where people just want to take things really slow. They're not very serious, and they just don't want to be accountable for anything. So, knowing Drake's intentions uh, with you, would you date a guy like that, Dina? Would you just take your chances to see how it pans out, or would you hit the high road early on as your kids are a deal? As, as kids are a deal breaker.
3: I. I I like the question. I, I personally feel like I would, I personally wouldn't rush into it with him because of his, you know, situation. He's involved similar, you know, similar situation, you know, lifestyle. Um, I I would probably make him work hard for, you know, what he wants.
2: It's a Show really him. big thing to introduce somebody to kids. And especially yeah. her daughter, uh, Stormy, is young. So you don't, I think that just muddies the water. I think have your dating life, go date whoever you're dating, mm-hmm. keep your kids separate. The kid right. has a dad. So you have to respect that as well. And then once you date long enough and they've that's earned right. that, then you start to introduce them. And that's a, a very careful thing that you have to do. It At least six how old months
1: to is. a year you should be dating yeah. someone. Really? I think. Hmm. I think so. Yeah. I think. But it boy, t- I think you, you, you really need to know if that if your relationship is going to the next level before you start introducing. Your and as new women, partner to your kids or the person you're dating and we get excited sometimes yeah. like oh my goodness look at this my new I, lover i just oh and you want your kids to yeah. meet him you want your family to meet them. but then that's the wrong thing to do i was going to say as women
3: we we wear so much so many of our emotions you know right away we get excited where i had to actually train myself not to you know if i really like someone it you know don't wear your emotions on your sleeve right away because you're just you want him to show more than you do. I feel like that mm-hmm. works. When he shows more, then you can start slowly opening up. Do you up.
1: guys believe in that uh, saying where a man should love a woman more than the woman yes. loves the man? Yes. I do too. Is that a cultural thing?
3: Um, <laughs> so, I would never, I, I I've, been, I've been, remember telling her, me I that. Just, I, I would never want to be in a position where you feel powerless because you're, Blinded by emotion or blinded by love, wearing your heart on your sleeve. I think
1: the man has to dote on you a little bit more, but uh, where it's not obsessive though. No, that's that's, that's the extreme. I, I think it has to
2: be equal. Come on, yeah. <laughs> this yeah. day and age. No, see, yeah, no, I'm, I'm Italian. I'm Italian, She's yeah.
1: Greek. We disagree <laughs> with you, Joan Sorry. No, okay, I, I just represent all thing. Canadians.
2: <laughs> that's all. Yeah, we're
3: Canadian all the way. But I think that the dynamics need obviously equal. But women tend to show more emotion, you know, first off. And I feel as though... It, it should come more from the men to be able to show more. I think you're
2: you're showing in different ways. Like, you know, maybe the maybe the lady's making dinner more. Maybe the yeah. guy is paying for dinner when you go out more. Like maybe yeah. there's different, different ways, ways of showing that balance. But it's definitely a balance. But that you just you it. just definitely want to you
1: want to find someone who puts you uh, on a pedestal somewhat. Oh, yeah, yeah, you have to
2: do that, but in return you have to have that's I'm oh, yeah. on a pedestal. That's too. right. Yeah. It's a two way street.
1: Yeah. I totally agree. It's a two way street. Okay, Dina, what are, yes. what is the pressure of social media like for you?
3: Oh my God, it's
1: a, it's an uphill battle for me. Because like, we can all <laughs> talk about this. It is an uphill battle and it's um, it's I, stressful at times. Like, Do you plan your your post in advance or is it 7 o'clock hits and that's your time and oh my yeah, goodness, I have I, to rush to post something.
3: We're doing a whole new rollout plan right now, marketing and branding and just, you know, I have something happening with a tour that I'm working on. where we're working on right now and it's just I'd rather not do anything and have just push it to somebody to do it but I do love engaging you know with fans with you know um, admirers and so I I I have to do as much
1: now do you think it's necessary I know your relationship is kind of quiet or it Mm. was until today (laughs) do you think it's necessary (laughs) to flaunt your relationship on social media or is it something that
3: you'd rather keep quiet I like to keep a bit privacy as much as I can and so that part, I, I try to leave my family and personal life as much as I can out with a little snippet here and there. And Joan, I know with yourself, I know the answer.
1: Yeah, but you, can but tell you know people. what?
2: So you had just said something about social media <clears throat> and engaging people and then uh, putting that task off to someone else. But people go onto social mm. media because they think that they're actually able to communicate with you or follow you mm. and see you. But if somebody else is doing that for you how accurate of a representation can it actually be of yourself? Because then it just turns into a complete marketing tool, which is a whole different thing. And mm. as far as flaunting relationships, here, I'm just like totally on a soapbox. Um, <laughs> no. I mean, there are people that post so many pictures of their kids doing all these different things. And, you know, they've got huge followings because their mm. kids are cute and they really, you know, that's their platform for their marketing. Mm and you know people love to see your kids or your pets or Mm. your husband they also like to see
1: happy successful relationships right
2: yeah i guess i don't know i I don't know i struggle with that a bit and my husband is very clear he doesn't want to be on social media he's he's not part of it he doesn't want to be distracted from (laughs) his job what he's doing and that's fair so i respect that so but it's definitely harder if you're doing it all yourself Mm. and you don't have your kids or your you know to to put out there like you're more limited in the stuff that you can share
3: do you do all your own like every day every week you know
2: I do have people that help but I I, you know it's definitely a team effort and I respond personally to every single private message and uh that's what I would do I I agree with that yeah
1: thank you everybody for tuning into the pop culture edition of the dating and relationship show Mm. and that's it for today Dina where can we find you
3: you can find me at DinaOfficial.com, that's two E's, or Dina Theodora uh, on Instagram.
2: Joan? Awesome. I'm at Joan Kelly Walker Official.
1: And I'm at Official Laura Bellata or check out my site, SingleInTheCity.ca, We're for upcoming singles <laughs> events. Yeah, we are official.
2: <laughs> we are officially well, wow, us. Wow, that was amazing. Thank you,
1: everybody, for tuning in to this edition of the Pop Culture Edition on the Dating and Relationship Show. Until next week, ciao for now.
2: Ciao. It's officially over.